I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. It's time for the pop culture connoisseurs, a gal and a gay podcast with Kitty. One time she punched me in the face. It was awesome. And Mick. He's the gay of my dreams. And they have this book, this burn book, where they write mean things about all the girls in our grade. What does it say about Mick? You're not in it. Those bitches. Welcome to episode 178. Of a gal and a gay. We are the pop culture connoisseurs. I'm Mick. And I'm Kitty. Thanks for joining us. So we're continuing our best of 2019 trend. Um, this time with TV series. And this, this is this one is way easier. This is way easier, yeah. Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, because I do watch a lot more TV than I do watch movies. Um it was hard to narrow down the list, I would say, because um, there are so much good TV out there nowadays on a various number of platforms. Um, so yeah, so it's, it was hard to whittle it down. Yeah. And so we couldn't even like, I think we started like thinking, oh, we'll do top 10. I was like, right. we'll top 10? No. Uh, so I, I, I kept it at 14. Um, but there are a few, uh, several actually honorable mentions that I will say, um, when we get to it. Mm. Um, but, uh, so do you want to, do you want to start with your list? I think, I think we have some overlap. We both, um, we watch a lot of the same shows and I think a lot of these same shows are on our, both our list. So we can talk about them. Um, yeah. After we come across them. But well, yeah, let's start with our number one. I mean, yeah. did you do this with number one? This these are not necessarily in order, but this number one is my number one, I think, of, of the year, um, which is Watchmen on HBO. Um, it's, I, I mean, it just came, it just started within the last couple of months, but it, I think it was one of the best TV shows of 2019. Um, it was so surprising. Like, I don't, I, I have seen the movie, the Watchmen movie that came out 10 years ago. Um, yeah. I, the, and I didn't really know much about the source material of it. So going in it, not really knowing a whole lot. And um, I think people who were fans of the comics, um, there were a lot of nods to that. And so I did have to go back and read some stuff um, just to understand the context of certain things. Mm -hmm. But overall, I mean, I just think Regina King was so good in this. Mm. I mean, Gene Smart was so good in this. Right. Everybody was good in this, and it was just so surprising, and so many twists and turns, and it, I just I was blown away. Blown away. It, it it's funny how sometimes you can you should just watch a series based on the lead actor, mm -hmm. and that was kind of where we were with this one. Mm -hmm. Re Regina King, she picks I mean, great. She really does great projects. Yeah. Yeah, and I knew I I had a feeling that this was going to be good. Not as good. I mean, it is way better than I expected. Yeah, but I knew it was going to be good because she was in it and she picked to right. be. I mean, Absolutely. she was the lead star in this. Yes, and uh, I mean Jeremy Irons too, um, who's fantastic always. Um, it was just, it was just really good. And, and just the uh, different and the different um, twists that are in it. 
and you think one thing's going to happen and it doesn't. And it's just, um, and there's one episode where she kind of explores her grandfather, her grandfather's roots. I think that was one of the best. I mean, it was a beautifully done episode the way they did it. And it was just, it was just a joy to watch. So like I said, I just, this show literally blew me away. And I kind of feel like this franchise works better as a TV series than it did a movie. Because I remember watching the movie as well. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was fine. And the actors were were good. But it was just one of the... It was sort of so convoluted that there was no way a two-hour movie was going to do it justice. Right, exactly. And for this to be a sequel to the graphic novel... Yes. Uh, I think, I thought was brilliant. I will say that the first couple episodes, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if I was even going to like it, but Mm -hmm. there was so many interesting elements there that I was like, oh, I got to keep watching this. I think there's something, I think they're onto something. Yeah. And I know there was a lot of criticism of the show at first because the fanboys we're like, of course. what yeah. is this all about? Right. This isn't what we envisioned as the Watchmen. I mean, right. but this was one of those things. You had to give it a little bit of time. It needed some time to build. They were laying a, a very solid foundation for yeah. what the second half of the, the this series ended up becoming. And it's uh, it, it's fantastic. It's fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And I think you know, and I know there are some people who were not happy with the white supremacy and the and the you know the race um, aspect of it all because you know a lot anyway, people complain about that stuff all the time. Yeah. But I thought it was super smart and really interesting. I mean, given especially what's happening in our world now. I mean, it's just, I think it was a thematic, um, the right thing to do thematically. And I think it really, it really just helped, I think, the series a lot because it, you know, especially with certain characters. So it was just really, just really well done. Yeah. So. And this is one of those series. And again, we don't really know if there will be a season two. Um, But I think, I mean, I think they did leave it open for a season two, but if it's not, there's not, I think it's fine the way it is, you know? Uh, So I think there's, it's either or. I would love to see a season two. I would love to see more of Regina King um, as Sister Knight, but. And Damon Lindelof was the character. He was also one of the executive producers on Lost. And Mm -hmm. I think he did a fantastic job with the series, but as he has said in interviews since it, since it's since it wrapped up he basically said i don't know what a season two would look like and i'm not going to just force a season two i want Mm -hmm. to think about it and figure it out so we can build on the success of this but even as a standalone series with just one season i think it it definitely works definitely but i have a feeling we will see a season two sooner or later because you kind of it kind of ends on a cliffhanger yeah exactly so yeah, I mean, like I said, I would love to see another season. Mm-hmm. Would love to. So yeah, um, another show that I just absolutely love, and I just can't get enough of it is Schitt's Creek. Um, 
season somehow season five was even better than the rest of them like it just gets better every every season it's just such a such a well done show and we've talked about our love for this show on this podcast numerous times but uh, i mean uh, just i watched season five and i was just i just loved it so much that i went back and binged every other season again <laughs> up until season five so it's just in season um six the final six uh Final season, sixth season starts January seventh, and so um, I'm sad to see it ending, yeah. but I'm happy that it's going to end on its kind of its own terms, and it'll go out. I'm sure the way it, it's supposed to. I I'm I'm with you on that. Obviously, mm-hmm. it is definitely on my uh, top uh, TV series of of uh, of this year. But I feel like it's just picking up steam and it's right. getting started. I, yes. I don't, this is one of those series that we yeah. need it to still be around. We no, need it. I agree voice. completely. We need Dan Levy, yes. Levy, and Eugene Levy, and Catherine O'Hare, and uh, Annie, Murf- Annie Murphy. Yeah. Like, yeah. we need these characters and this world that that Dan has created, uh, we need we need that right now. And I don't see another show like that that is that can pick up where this show has will leave off. Yeah. And, no, I would I mean I it, it could go forever, I think. But you're right. I do I like I I'm sad that it's ending at six. Um I wish there was more. Um, but it's just it's just so good. And like I said, it gets better somehow every season. It gets better than, than the last one. So, yeah. yeah. So I will be sad to see this one go, but it, it is it is one to definitely be cherished. Cherished, absolutely. More people, and I, and I feel like people are just again just I know figuring just it out and just finding it, it. Mm-hmm. and then to be like, okay, now we're done. And I know that again, they need to do it story wise but i feel like maybe they need a spinoff you know i mean a spinoff of just um david and patrick i would kill for and or alexa <laughs> so. oh yeah oh, oh my god so, <laughs> so yeah. yeah anyway you guys need to watch Shit's creek and i will say it's it's i believe that it's one of those series kind of like how i felt with parks and rec um just just force season one just force mm-hmm. through it um and i promise right. that they're they're in kind of like uh the good place too yes uh, which even though season one the good place it's also on my list it was yeah. so fantastic yep but just get to see the end of season one and begin season two right. and it, yeah. it it will well be worth it it will all click and you will love these characters because right. the, the first character. couple episodes right yeah like oh, i got it yeah i mean it, it, these characters the beginning, they're very unlikable um but they grow and the, the, that net goes to the writing and the character development on the show is that this every one of them kind i mean just they turn into better people and it turns into such a strong ensemble comedy it's just it's it's so good yeah definitely stick with it don't give up on the first few episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I could talk forever about Chit's Creek. Uh-huh. Um, another one on my list is Fleabag. Uh, this was another um, just critically acclaimed. She cleaned up at the Emmys. Um, just 
so good. Another one of those just really well done comedy series. And I'm sad that there's not going to be any more Fleabag, but season two, I mean, God, it was so good. So good. Like, I still think about how good it is from time to time. Just th- I just think like, God, Fleabag was so good. So, <laughs> And just think, there are barely a dozen episodes. Right. It's insane. Uh, the impact in, that this show has had and, and, and just the acclaim that it's gotten. And that there's just, there's two seasons and about six episodes each. So it's, yeah, it's just, and they're 30 minute, 20, 30 minute shows. So barely, right. Barely 30 seconds. Um, yeah. And I will say that <laughs> season two, episode one, I watched that episode three times in a row, in a <laughs> row. Mm-hmm. It, was so well done. So it well was, done. That is what that is why it earned the yes all of the awards love. Yes, brilliant. Phoebe Waller Bridge is just brilliant. I love her so much. Yeah. Did you finish season two? Oh yeah. And Andrew Scott too. I mean, oh, God, <laughs> just love him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so good. It was just been their chemistry and like I said, they're just season two was so good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Highly recommend Fleabag. And it's such an easy watch. I mean, you can easily watch it in an afternoon. Right. It's basically one season yeah. of, of, another, of another series. Yeah. It's a very easy watch, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously that is on my list as well. Uh, here's one that really kind of surprised me. And I felt it kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, was the Amazon show, uh, Amazon original, The Boys. Yes. The I felt like the title confused me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, eventually you watch the season and you understand why it's called The Boys, but I don't think it matches what the show is actually uh, yeah. about. Yeah. Um, Elizabeth Shue is in it, who, oh, she has always been one of my favorites. She's yeah. such an incredible... It was nice to see her do some, do some, be in something again. You know, it was nice mm-hmm. to see her. Um, but yeah, I, the boys is also on my list. It was so enjoyable. Like I, I had, kn- I knew a little bit about it, but I knew it was like a superhero show, like a dark superhero show. Um, but that's all, really all I knew when I started watching it. But it was, it was so good. Bench it in a whole day. Um, it was just, it was great. Um, Jack Quaid, who was Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son. Mm-hmm. He is so enjoyable, um, and I think he's starting to um, his his star is starting to rise a little bit. And he was so good, and Carl Urban. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just fun. It's fun when you take a a genre that's been done to death and then kind of breathe new life into it into a different twist. And so it was it's a lot of fun to watch it. Um, a little gory, so if you're gore bothers you, just be warned. Um, but it's and it's not it's not every episode. No, it's not every episode. But it's. Yeah. It's prevalent within the first five minutes of mm-hmm. episode one. Uh, I didn't know if I could get my husband to finish watching it, yeah. but I, it's like power through, close your eyes, mm-hmm. you can see the aftermath. But this is very important that we see yeah. like this character experiences this. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the twist and turns, yes. and it's refreshing. It's something new. Um, the casting I felt was was spot on. And the mm-hmm. the way it ends is mm-hmm. pretty clever. 
Yeah. Um, so highly recommend. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely highly recommend. If yeah, if you um on Amazon Prime, check it out because it is, it's just really good. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, what else is on your list? Um, well, I'm going to mention a few. Uh, the Good Place and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, I mentioned them together because they are on the same network and from the same creator. Um, but The Good Place, we're in its final season and it's, it, I mean, it's just so good and I can't wait to see how it ends because the show is so clever and so funny and the way they just, they, they twist everything around and it's just, you never know what to expect. Um, and I went back and, and binged the first three seasons again too, just because I love it so much. Um, so I'm ready to see how the show ends. And this is another one where it's, it's, it's ending on its own terms. And I think that's totally smart because I think this story is one that has a clear middle, beginning, middle and end. Um, and I think the creators are smart to do that instead of trying to force it to continue on, so. And I also love that, uh, <laughs> I mean, Netflix sort of releases its ratings um, here and there a little bit. <clears throat> and The Good Place is always in the top yep. five, yep. five, top 10. Mm -hmm. And it's so well-deserved. It is yes. such a smart show. It's reinvented itself so many different times. And you just, you just kind of come to expect it. Like they are going to take you on this crazy journey and you're going to have, you have no idea even where you're going. Uh, right. But you just know that it's going to be, you know, it's it, it's going to kind of take you out of all expectations of what you figure the show is going to be about. And it mm -hmm. just keeps changing it up all the time. Uh, it's it's just so brilliant. It's just, and I think it's one of those shows that is, uh, it's more word of mouth too. It's like, I think a lot of people don't, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't have cable and who don't watch network. And so seeing something on the good like the good place finding it on a place like netflix i think really helps because i think there's a lot of people who wouldn't watch it otherwise so mm -hmm. i'm glad that people watch it so anyway yeah. and same with brooklyn Nine nine i mean it's just still as funny as ever it moved to it moved to um nbc this past season um and the new season doesn't start till january i think but it's it's just so good it's uh i'm glad nbc picked it up after fox canceled it because it's really funny Another strong ensemble comedy. Um, so yeah, it's always, it's always gonna be on my list. Yeah. Yeah, always. So there was one that made my list that I, I wanted a season two, but I didn't know how much we needed uh, mm -hmm. a season two. And that was Big Little Lies. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was more about the fallout from what happened at the end of season one. But we had no idea how much we needed Meryl Streep to show up. I would agree. <laughs> and create this character of um, Alexander Skarsgård's mother. And she, it, it's hard to explain how well she fits into this story and makes it so believable and mm -hmm. why it, I cannot see another actress no, in that role because never. she is the reason I believe, I mean, obviously Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, all the rest of them, Laura Dern, they are fantastic on their own and as an ensemble, but Meryl Streep, <clears throat> she took this show and sent it to another level. Mm-hmm. 
every scene, every scene. There is not one scene in this season two that she doesn't elevate and just make it is you have to you have to pay attention mm -hmm. the little little things that she does from just the 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 hand gestures the movements the the way she looks um around at the scene it it's a masterpiece in acting she's so yeah, good. i agree i mean she was the best part of season two i mean i'm I enjoyed season two a lot and I love the ladies in this, like you said. Um, I think I liked season one better, but mm -hmm. it was, um, I mean, yeah, she was definitely, yeah. I mean, Meryl is always, it's Meryl. You can't go wrong with her and she was fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I'm really glad they did add her to the cast. And I also, I also yeah. want to know, and I have been meaning to go back and look up articles about how much, I mean, obviously, <laughs> the producers and the the writers and stuff they put a lot of information in the scripts but i i want to know what how meryl took it to that next level because i don't believe it was in the script i think this is oh, no. the brilliance of oh i'm almost certain that's got so much of it's got to be meryl probably i'm sure but yeah because i think she i mean she's been doing this long enough and she is meryl streep so yeah i bet there's a lot that she brought uh, on her own so yeah i wish i knew that too yeah uh and i don't know if we need a season three but i if, don't think we do but if we do yeah i hope there is <laughs> but i kind of feel like she has to be in it yeah for sure i mean so much of season two are revolved resolved around her so i mean yeah she's got to be because mm -hmm. i don't think her character would be just done you know if, if right. they continue on so yeah for sure um what else do you watch glow by chance i have not watched the last season i i have i loved the first what is this three this will be three right um i want i love the first two i just haven't watched season three yet so but yes i love glow this is another one of those I know. where it's just like it you know what more can they do with this the glamorous uh ladies uh -huh. of wrestling from the 80s and I know this upcoming season four is the, the final season, which I can see why mm -hmm. they're ending. But I just love these characters so much. And it's just so much fun to watch. Yes, I would. I definitely agree. Like I said, I just have not watched the last season. But overall, the show is so enjoyable. Um, and that reminds me because I forgot about the new season so <laughs> so that means you've got to got to get there's so to. many shows now i have to get caught up on <laughs> um, another netflix show i think that is always a good is stranger things um the latest uh season that came out over the summer i mean i do think it was one it was probably the best season so far it was thrilling enjoyable um it was just really well done you know it's just one of those shows you watch and it kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat so it's just it and this nostalgia of it all and it just gives you that feeling of when you were a kid um so yeah they're it, it's really good and i'm i'm excited to see what happens next season so mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was surprised at how much i liked this season even right out of the gate i was just like the duffer brothers are on right fire. i know they, netflix just needs to leave them alone and also i want to throw this out there I think that the Duffer brothers 
could tear up some Star Wars. I think they could too. Or other other 80s properties, something. Yes, absolutely. They get sci-fi, fantasy, Uh they get it. Um, But obviously Netflix is going to keep them around for as long as possible. So they just need to focus on Stranger Things. I mean, Stranger Uh, Things is their biggest show, is it not? I mean, it's got to be the biggest show on their platform. So yeah, I I don't see them letting them go for a while. Unless the Duffer Brothers decide they want to walk away. But But I bet Netflix will do whatever it takes to keep them around, as they sh- as they should. Uh, I bet they really, will. Too. Yeah, they really should. I agree. Uh, just from the characters, and they got really lucky that those kids they cast a couple years ago, they're growing up and they're growing into great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it, it's it's just it's it's such a fun show, and I think it's a show everybody. Uh, can you know bind over I think everybody watches it and it's it's a show for everybody I think so I think that's what makes it the best so yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, okay also on my list uh, I'm gonna jump around a little bit because I didn't necessarily put these all in order yeah that's fine Uh, but uh, just a couple of these real quick Uh, I'm still watching the Connors it's it is it's it's really good it's really good I know yeah, I watched some of it um, when I lived with my dad, but I I don't keep up with it. I mean, Sarah Gilbert and um, oh my god, Jackie, Aunt Jackie, uh, Oh my gosh, and even Becky. Holy cow, Becky is such a fun character. Like I always thought she was sort of the weaker. I mean, besides DJ, which he's kind of you know he's uh-huh. he's just there. But I thought she was yeah. kind of sort of the weaker actress in the bunch in the, yeah. in the original series. She nails it. She is so good uh, in this. And I love the, the relationship between her and Darlene. They, you can tell, you can tell they're friends for yeah. sure. And they've been friends for years, but so she's so funny. I love, I really like it a lot. Okay, good. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people didn't think it would survive uh, without Roseanne, but it seems to yeah. be doing okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, Killing Eve. I didn't even watch, I, I didn't even finish this season. <laughs> I need but, to watch it. <laughs> but I watched a couple episodes. And again, I just kind of got away from it, but still so good. Uh, sex Education. I loved Sex Education. Uh, Jillian Anderson uh, just... I, for the longest time, I thought I would never think of her as anyone other than Scully from right. the Files. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but she, she's, she's so good. I mean, uh, oh good. She's, the first season of American Gods, she was, I mean, probably the best part. And it's a shame that that they weren't able to keep her on that show because I mean, season two was a d- disaster in my eyes. But yeah, um, but she was so good. Um, as media and mm-hmm. so uh, yeah she's, she's she's another one of those actresses who are just Ugh. you know you see you, you kind of forget about her and then you see her and like oh my god you're so great you know so mm-hmm. yeah she's definitely not just scully <laughs> right and asia butterfield who plays her son otis mm-hmm. he's really really good too and i really like mave uh emma <laughs> mackey uh who plays his his friend and and um schoolmate 
and and the scenery too where they film and i haven't really looked up too much of where exactly they film uh but it is beautiful it's like i want to go to school there i want to live in that little village yeah that's on my list i have a whole list in my phone of shows that i need to watch um and that's definitely on it so uh that's okay that's there um uh, russian doll is that on your list yeah i haven't watched Come it yet on, i know oh, <laughs> the point that's the problem is like all these shows come out and i didn't get to see them and then another show comes out and i get distracted by that and then i forget about the other one so it's just there's just so much to watch not enough time to do it <laughs> okay so i have to tell you so russian doll is one of those um shows where you can't be on your ipad or your phone yeah. uh yeah. during you have to pay attention you okay. have to pay attention uh but it is it's definitely worth it natasha leone is she i really like her so Oh. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to see it. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. And also another standout in this is Charlie Barnett and Greta Lee. They are, they are definitely up and comers. They, the cast is, it, it's very well cast. And uh, I know you'll like it, but again, you got to pay attention. It's not yeah. like Groundhog Day. You're going to be reliving this moment several times and you got to pay attention to the differences. Okay. So. All right. Good. Well, um, another Netflix series that I think you and I both agree is really good is Dead to Me oh. with um, Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini. Um, it's, it's just so good. It was funny. It's dark. It's, it's heartfelt. Like, it's just such a good show. And, and both, both, I mean, Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini were fantastic. James Marsden was good. Um, so I'm excited for more of that show a lot. That, I mean... I think my dad and I binged that one in a day too. Um, it was that good. So, yeah. So we spread that one out because again, I was just like, this is too good. And now it, and again, it's one of those where you like, where you think it's going, it's mm -hmm. not, it's, it's going not. in a completely different direction. And in, in, in a standout, I think besides the, the two lead actresses is James Marsden. Yes, absolutely. He's so good at playing such an asshole asshole exactly <laughs> he's uh, very good at it i agree yeah. yeah i really enjoy james marston especially in this so uh yeah, yeah it's just so good so if you haven't seen this definitely get go watch it because it's, it's very very good um, and i still think i still want to put this out there before season two comes out i still think that there is something that will be revealed about her husband because uh -huh. we never saw him in flashbacks or anything. Right, I and do, it, I think the series right. is centered around his, you know, his death. Yeah, exactly, yeah. There's yeah. something no, there. I'm sure we will learn more about the husband as yeah. time goes on, so yeah. yes, They're definitely. definitely holding back on that. Um, there's another show on Netflix and it explores uh, life um, and death. Um, it's called Afterlife and it's Ricky Gervais, it's a Ricky Gervais show. Um, it was, it was really good. I think this is maybe one of the best that he's done. Um, it's not, a, I mean, it is, it's typical Gervais humor. It's very dark. I know you're not a fan. Ugh, I um, cannot But it, it's stand. more of a serious, it's more of a serious um, show in that it, it's about his wife. His wife has died, died and um, 
of cancer in his, and he's just depressed and he hates the world and he's kind of learning how to live his life without her and, and try to um, come out of that, you know, like trying to imagine. So it, the themes of it, um, I think are great and very poignant. It's a very poignant series at times. And so I think it's really well, I mean, I know a lot of people, Ricky Gervais is not for everybody, um, but I think this is, I, I think it's it's one of his best works, I think, because it's not just hmm. um, comedy, so. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I recommend, <laughs> <laughs> I recommend it for other people who don't have an aversion to Ricky Gervais. Um, yeah, so I definitely recommend it. Okay. Right. Well, I recommend She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. <laughs> and this is the Netflix show, right? The Netflix show. Right? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I loved He-Man and She-Ra uh, growing up in the 80s. And this is kind of a, a new take on, on She-Ra. And you would think that He-Man would come first because, like, you know, he, you know he was, he's kind of what started... Mm -hmm. uh, She-Ra show back in the 80s, but they're sort of doing it backwards. And I hope it makes a lot of sense. Um, eventually, uh, we are on season four now, and it's sort of been hinted her past, but the characters are so likable. It's all about friendship, and it's just fun to watch. And do you watch... Um, oh, What's the America uh, Fiera, Ferrara, whatever, what was it? Superstore? Yes. Yes. I don't watch it, but no, I know of it. Oh my God. Lauren Ash is in that show and she is also the voice of Scorpia in this. And she steals the show. She steals the show. This <laughs> kind of sidekick to the villain, uh -huh. uh, Catra. She steals the show. She is so good. Okay. It's it's just it has a lot of heart, but it's fun. It's okay. yeah. It's it's very enjoyable and surprising. Um, just all about friendship and stuff. It's a good. It, it has good messages and it's fun to watch. And it's I think it's going to be interesting to see where it fits in with the He Man universe because it looks like it it's coming from what okay. all indications. Um, so, okay. Great. so anyway, uh, so I guess I'll stick real quick on the animation okay. uh, shows, which is the complete. This next one is the complete opposite of of Shira Princess oh. Power, uh, Big Mouth. Uh -huh. uh, it is so vulgar, uh, vulgar. I mean, it is yes. vulgar. I have heard great things about Big Mouth. Vulgar. I haven't watched it yet, but yes. <laughs> but you know what? It's funnier than hell. Like, yeah. it is so yeah it's so shocking sometimes at what they get away with it's crazy Maya Rudolph is also in this um yeah, I love her who if you love any of her stick <clears throat> at uh -huh. all uh you will definitely appreciate her character in this and she uh she plays I'm trying to pull up all of their character names because I want to make sure I get them right. Um, Big Mouth, there we go. Um, Nick Kroll is in it. John Mulvaney. 
uh, is mm-hmm. so Nick Kroll, John Mulvaney, uh, Jenny Slate, which you love, Jenny Slate. Oh, I do love Jenny Slate. Uh, Fred Armisen, um, Maya Rudolph, Jordan Peele, Andrew uh, Rannells. Uh, the list goes on and on. There's so yeah, many. Great. A lot of big names in that, yeah. Yep. Uh, highly recommend it. Do not watch it on a plane. I had a friend of mine ask me that. Is it okay to watch it on a plane? No, it's absolutely not. No. <laughs> uh, nope, 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 nope. But the one you can watch on a plane, it's it's more adult, is BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. Also, so the, the writing is on point. So smart. And... And, and Amy Sedaris is the voice of one of the main characters. And she is, I don't think she can do any wrong. She's so great. Yeah, I know. I, I've heard great things about BoJack Horseman too, and I have not watched it. So again, it's on my list of s- several shows I need to watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, you need to add to that list, Pose. I, that is on my list as well. So. Uh. It gets you. It gets you in the feels. And Billy Porter, I mean, you, you should he's watch so the show not just because he's in it, but because yeah. he's in it. Yeah, got it. He, oh, it, yeah, and it takes just... you back. And this is a, another Ryan Murphy uh, show. And I'm so happy that uh, we are getting three seasons of this at least. Um, after the first season, I was like, oh my gosh, I really hope it can be renewed. And it was. Uh, it takes you back to um, kind of the late 80s, early 90s, and the ballroom scene. Um, there's many trans actors in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJ Rodriguez, who is now on Broadway in Big uh, Little Shop of Horrors, is, I mean, uh, her star is rising uh, for so many reasons. Um, you will love the camaraderie. Uh, There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of backstabbing, but at the end of the day, the- Do you know if it's available to stream anywhere? Is it on Netflix or is it just FX? Uh, That's a good question. See, the problem is, and we've talked about this before, is that there are so many different ways to watch things. Uh Uh-huh that unless it's like blatantly Netflix, you just, I don't know where I watch it. You know, it's like, right. oh, I just know that this is where I go. Uh, because I've, I've watched it mostly with the FX app, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. then I know it's also on YouTube TV and it's also, I feel like it's, I'm not gonna say it. You just, I, you're gonna have I, to. You know, I'll, I'll investigate. I just wondered if you knew offhand, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll do some digging for that. Um, there's another, ni- uh, uh, another Ryan Murphy show. I, it's on my list and it's way different than Pose, but it's a uh, 911 on Fox. Um, I continue, I watched this, this is one of the few network shows that I actually watch, but it's, it's just so good. I mean, I, it, it's a little over dramatic at times. Um, some of the, some of the, emergencies that the firefighters uh, and EMS go to um, are kind of ridiculous. Um, so it's a little soap opera parts, but it's just, it's just really good. I really like the characters and it's just so, um, normal is not the word, but it's just such a regular kind of show for Ryan Murphy's that it's always so 
um, surprised, you know, because compared to things like Pose or American Horror Story, and then you watch this and it's just very, a very regular kind of show. Um, yeah. But it's definitely, there are definitely moments where you know it's Ryan Murphy, um, just, I don't know, it has that feel. So anyway, it, I, I think it's super enjoyable. I highly recommend it. Um, I, I know that you can watch the first season on Hulu. Um, but yeah, I just really, I really like it. I cry all the time. <laughs> Characters are great. And Angela Bassett's in it. Angela Bassett's fantastic in it. Um, Peter Krause, Jennifer Love Hewitt's really good too. Uh, Connie Britton was in the first season. She was great. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we've got through most of our top series. Oh, I, I, and a couple <laughs> of just quick other mentions. Um, His Dark Materials, which is just, wrapping up uh on hbo if you watch the golden compass uh the golden compass Mm -hmm. came out a few years ago i really enjoyed the movie those who were fans of the his dark materials they thought that i don't know they didn't like it but it's one of those things kind of like watchmen it's way better as a series yeah go in a little bit deeper into the story and you get to spend a little more time with the characters instead of versus the two hour uh, movie that you're trying to wrap up something in. Right. It's, it's sometimes almost nearly impossible. So I, I recommend it. I, I really like it. I, hope I watched the it. first two episodes, um, but I'm going to go back and watch the rest of them. Um, I was kind of waiting to just binge it. So um, yeah. Oh, I liked the first two episodes. Yeah. Uh, and it builds, it builds, and, and it's again, it's one of those you got to give it a couple episodes, and, and then you're like, okay. As I've said before, anything with James McAvoy in it, I will 100% watch. Well, but he's not in it as much as you I would know. like him to be in it. <laughs> no, he's not, but that's okay. He's still in it sometimes. Uh, and then of course, the one show that we haven't talked to. Oh, there are two. You have one more on your list, and it's one that I, I want to watch. That's on my watch list is uh-huh. The Witcher. The Witcher. So. This just dropped on Netflix. I'm sure if you have heard about it, you've probably seen memes about it. Um, you know, I binged it. Uh, I really like it. Um, you know, it's a it's a fantasy show, and people want to compare it to Game of Thrones, but it is nothing like Game of Thrones, um, other than being a fantasy show. Um, the show 100% embraces its fantasy roots, and I didn't know anything about The Witcher. I never read the books or played the games, and I know it's it's very popular. Um, so I went into it really not knowing anything about it, and I really enjoyed it. Um, the Including CGI's, the hot tub scene. No, oh, Henry Cavill. I don't know who gave him the right to look that good because damn, <laughs> mm. especially and with the with the white hair and the yellow eyes, it works for him oddly. And it's, so it's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Henry Cavill. I mean, if 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 for nothing else just tune in to to oogle him because he's yeah. super hot in this um but like i said the the cgi some of it is a little uh hokey i mean some of it you know it's definitely doesn't have a game of Thrones budget um yeah. and uh it's a little campy and i will say the first like the first three episodes i was really confused um because there are alternate timelines in this there's there's a lot of there's overlapping timelines and until it all comes together, you get kind of lost and a little confused. Because like I said, I knew nothing about The Witcher, the story, or any of it. So the first few episodes, I was like, 
Googling like what is going on because I felt a little lost, but then eventually it all comes together. And once it starts to come together and you start everything clicks into place, it, it gets really well. And I thought the the last episode of the season is really good. So I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's an enjoyable show. So. Well, Henry Cavill is somewhat naked in it, so that's really mm-hmm. the reason I was gonna watch it. So Yes. <laughs> and I said if if for nothing else, you will definitely get to see a lot of Henry Cavill. Good. Shirtless. So, yeah. Uh, okay, so also on our list, and I think it kind of wraps up our list, is The Mandalorian. Yes. I think we just need a whole podcast just on The Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, it, we, we, it only has one more episode left. Uh, you have not watched episode, or seven. chapter seven. Chapter seven, no, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but So we'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast. Yes. In a podcast separate from The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Uh, but I will say I have been so pleased with this Star Wars series from the very first Absolutely. episode. Me too. And that's what I think what's great about this show is that it's like it's it's good for the people who aren't huge fans of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I am I would say I'm a casual Star Wars fan. I'm not like Mick, um, but I still enjoy it. Even my sister, who's not a Star Wars fan, a huge Star Wars fan either. She loves the Mandalorian. So I think they've done a really good job of appealing to a wide audience. And so, I mean, it's just, it's really enjoyable. It's fun to watch. Baby Yoda is just the cutest damn thing on the planet right now. Mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's just enjoyable. I think, I think Disney plus knocked it out of the park with this. So yeah. Disney and Disney. John Favreau should be running Lucasfilm with absolutely a of months. So yes. I mean, everything he touches is just great. So, yeah, yeah, they'll be they they'll do well to keep him. Yeah, and employed. I watched Elf <laughs> over the holiday break, and I forgot that he's in Elf. Uh, and I did too. <laughs> and Amy Sedaris is in it. Yeah, and Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah, I know. so like, oh wow, that you know, and he, yeah, it's. It's amazing. Just, just amazing. So good. There, yes, absolutely. Um, there are a couple other shows I want to mention. What We Do in the Shadows, which is an FX comedy series. It's so funny. Um, it's based on the movie from, uh, I don't know, several years ago uh, of the same name about vampires who live uh, together in uh, New Jersey. It's just really funny. And the series, I was... I didn't know how they would do a series based on the movie, but they did it and it's really funny. Um, and then I want to mention Yellowstone, which is on the Paramount network. So I don't know a lot of, <laughs> it's a very random network. I never, never heard of Paramount network until I started watching this show, but it's really good. Kevin Costner's in it and it's a family drama. I mean, it's basically like the Sopranos, but in Montana, um, it's really good. I wish I wish it was somewhere where more people could see it because it's, it's very good. It's just who has the Paramount network? How do you even, you know, like, how do you even find that? So yeah, all the different streaming services, it's now right. ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So um, that was definitely it. So um, okay. I have some honorable mentions. Yes. <laughs> they were great, but didn't quite make the list, but like unbelievable which is a Netflix show. I didn't put it on list because I don't think it qualifies as a series. I think it's a, I think it was like a mini series. It's a limited series. There's not going to be a sequel. It's a self-contained story, but I mean, it's, 
Did you watch it? Um, mm-hmm. Merritt Weaver, Tony Collette. It's, it's so good, and, it, and it, I think they do a really good job of showing what sexual assault and rape victims go through, and the oh. hurdles that they have to jump through, and that sort of thing. So it's it's it it was probably one of the best pieces of TV I've watched all year as well. So highly recommend. It's very dark, um, and if you have issues with sexual assault or rape or PTSD or anything triggered by that, just FYI. It's it it especially the first episode is is hard to watch, but it's a very good story and it's a true story. So that makes it even uh you know yeah uh, more crazy. Um then also Dairy Girls on Netflix was just a really fun, lighthearted comedy. It's Irish, so you might need subtitles if you're American like me and sometimes yes. can't understand it. Yep. Um, but it's really funny. Um also supernatural it's in its 15th and final season i have to mention it um, because i'm a supernatural fan and they're doing a good job i think so far of wrapping up um this story that's been going on for 15 years so it'll be it's going to be sad and i'm glad it's ending i mean it should have you know it, it can't go on forever so i'll be happy to see how they how they end it all and then i want to mention game of thrones only in terms of pop culture relevance and impact are it was the biggest show of 2019 and also the biggest letdown of 2019 so even though the final season was disappointing to say the least you can't argue that it didn't the the reach and the just the global phenomenon that was game of thrones and then and then it you know yeah (laughs) then it ended the way it did Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i i agree i yeah yeah I'm just glad those creators are not touching Star Wars. Yeah. And I'm just Star Wars has its own problems and they don't need the two of them to That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Okay, so uh I don't really have any honorable mentions, I don't think. I will say just really quick, I did stop watching Barry. I actually really enjoyed Barry. Uh, but I stopped watching when it got to the point where I felt like the main character was just a really horrible human being. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was going down this path of redemption, sort of, and then veered off. And I was just like, there's no going back. They killed, uh, he killed a, a certain, uh, a very, uh, just a character that was kind of important um, and a good person. And I, was like, nope, I don't have time for this. Um, Marvelous Miss Maisel, I think she's a horrible person. Uh, I don't have time for it. Uh, <laughs> she's just very selfish. I just decided, you know, it's just one of those things. You, There is so much good TV out there right now that right. I just don't have time for, oh, I don't want to watch for three more seasons to see her actually become a better person. Um, right. I don't want to go down this, I don't want to continue on this journey uh, with her. They're fantastic acting, stuff like that, but I, I just didn't like the storytelling aspect and where they were taking this character. Uh, on my list, though, for 2020, I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, I've been hearing so many good things about Succession on HBO, uh, The Witcher that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I'm going to finish Bojack Horseman. It is on its final season. And also, uh, Grace and Frankie, I want to pick that one back up. And Picard uh, comes out 
And I'm, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. It, it, it starts on CBS All Access on January 23rd. And that kind of goes in with Star Trek Discovery, which I, I forgot to mention in my top um, shows of 2019 that I really enjoyed. Fantastic. Oh, it's, again, I think it's kind of along the lines of The Mandalorian. You don't have to be necessarily a huge Star Trek fan to appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. But the twists and turns, and it's really, really good. And the characters, uh, I like the diversity in it. Um, you have some LGBT characters in it, uh, which obviously, you know, it gets high marks for that. And just the the way they incorporate them into the storyline, it all makes sense. And it's very enjoyable. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. Well, there are a few things I'm looking forward to in 2020. Uh, that being Outlander Season 5. Um, <laughs> that starts in February, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, also, Disney Plus should be rolling out more of their original shows, uh, like the Winter Soldier and Falcon. So I'm looking forward to seeing what else they have in store for us. Um, also, uh, Chilling Sub- Adventures of Sabrina come back in January. So I'm excited for that. I and really then, enjoy that show. Yeah, me too. It's just fun. It's, it's fun. Just, and, you know, I just really enjoy it. I like the characters. So, and um, I like, I mean, Sabrina's fine. I, she's yeah. fine. But it's all the other characters that yeah. I really like even more than I like I her. Especially her, her teacher. Um, oh my as, gosh. Uh, she's and the aunt. Yeah, and her cousin. And yeah, it's just, it's just a really fun show. So I've been enjoying it. Um, but that comes back in January, I think, but like the 20, around the 20th sometime. Um, and then Haunting of Bly Manor, which is the follow-up to Haunting of Hill House mm-hmm. um, on Netflix. Um, and that's coming sometime in 2020. We don't know yet, but yeah. possibly, I would say probably the fall. So mm-hmm. I'm looking, because Haunting of Hill House was... Oh. Creepy. So good. It creepy. was it was creepy, but it was just such a good story, and the actors were great. And so, I'm really looking forward to the follow up to that. So, yeah, I was definitely on the edge of my seat for that, and I didn't know if I was going to like it, mm-hmm. uh, but I ended up like being obsessed with it, and I wanted yes. to know how they were going to get to um, get to the end. And right. It did not disappoint. At all, it, it's it was just so good. So, so this is another one that came out in 2018, technically. So um, that wasn't on my list. But if you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. So yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I can't wait to see all of the new shows that we're going to add to our list for 2020. I mean, because <laughs> TV is taking over. There's yeah. just it's it's crazy the amount of content that that is coming at us. Yes. Yes. And it's hard to keep up with all of it, but you know, um, I love it. You know, I, I love a good story, a good, you know, and I love good casts and it just, when, when something really works, it's just, it's just great to see something like that. So, um, yeah, we do live in a golden age of, of, uh, TV. Mm-hmm. So. No matter how you watch it. Right. Exactly. And so. it's also amazing just looking back at, the number of these shows that we're watching that are on network TV, I would say right. a handful. Right. A handful at that. And I don't even watch them live. I watch them on streaming services because I don't have cable. So, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. 
So. But now it's getting just as expensive to have all the streaming services than you did cable. But yep. it's the flexibility of yes. it all where you mm -hmm. can watch what you want and pick the services that have the, the material, right. the content that you want. So, all right. right. Well, that does it for our list of the, the best TV shows that we are watching for 20, that we watched in 2019. 2019. So yeah. So um, until next time, just be sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, A Gal and a Gay. We also have a website, agalandagaypodcast.com. And we'll be back in 2020 to talk about more stuff. Yeah. So. Enjoy the rest of 2019. Yeah. All right. Goodbye, people. See ya.